As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. This morning, President Trump tried to distance himself from George Papadopoulos, who served as a foreign policy advisor during Trump's campaign and whose indictment was revealed yesterday, along with that of Paul Manafort, Trump's former campaign chairman, and his deputy, Rick Gates. Trump tweeted, Few people knew the young, low-level volunteer named George, who has already proven to be a liar. Joining us is Stephen Vladek, professor at the University of Texas Law School. Steve, after we've gotten past the shock value of these indictments, and particularly the plea agreement, what do they tell us about special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation? Yeah, I mean, I think the the real takeaway, at least for me, from yesterday's news is that this is just the beginning, um, not the end of the story. I mean, I think, you know, any thought that this was just about Paul Manafort and that his indictment was going to end matters is put rather conclusively to rest by the Papadopoulos plea deal, both because in substance, this is now clearly, I think, a connection between the campaign and Russia, and because Papadopoulos is presumably pleading in exchange for something. I mean, presumably the government was getting something out of it. The real question is, what did the government get, and who might next be in the crosshairs? Steve, if we we step back for a moment. So uh, there was reporting over the weekend there was going to be an indictment. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of speculation it was going to be Paul Manafort. Uh, what that ha- of the stuff that happened yesterday, what surprised you the most? Uh, frankly, I mean, I think everything about the Papadopoulos plea deal is what surprised me. I mean, I think, you know, Manafort was, I think, most people assume the, the most likely person to be indicted on Monday. Um, you know, the indictment, as the president himself went out of his way to stress, is not really about the campaign. It's about a bunch of other shady financial and tax dealings. But the Papadopoulos story, I think, hits much closer to home and really, I think, caught everybody by surprise. And so what that suggests to me is that Manafort really is a distraction here. He might be the bigger fish, right? But Papadopoulos is really the bigger story. Steve, in the transcript of the plea agreement uh, that Papadopoulos made, the government said that it would be able to prove his conduct by, among other things, emails, texts, communications via social media, Skype records, records of Internet searches, location data and other evidence. And also, they arrested him at Dulles Airport and flipped him without any leaks and having all this research on him. Is that sending a message to other people in the White House? So, I mean, I think it's very much sending a message. And indeed, I think that the the release of that news timed, I think, so, you know, not coincidentally to correspond with the Manafort indictment, is trying to send a message to the White House, to folks who might already be cooperating with Special Counsel Mueller, to folks who might be thinking about it. You know, it's not only that Special Counsel Mueller has gone to all of these lengths and has, you know, been so, I think, quietly productive behind the scenes. Um, It's that this guy, Papadopoulos, was out there, by all accounts, for three months 
working on behalf of Mueller in the investigation. And one can only imagine what kind of stuff he may have picked up and who else he might have implicated during those three months of cooperating with the special counsel. Steve, you uh, uh, had a column in The Washington Post uh, today uh, in which you played the role of Donald Trump advisor, saying it would be a really, really bad idea to fire Robert Mueller. But if Trump's going to do it, he should do it now before uh, there's going to be too much backlash. I think uh, you you can correct me if I mischaracterized it. Um, But let me push back on that. Um, Lindsey Graham, uh, Senator Graham, came out yesterday and said if he fires Mueller, there will be holy hell to pay. Mike Lee, uh, senator from Utah, very conservative, agreed with that. Isn't it already too late for Donald Trump to fire Robert Mueller? So, you know, it very well may be. I mean, I think the purpose of the column was just to suggest that if it's not too late already, it's getting late soon, right? It's getting late early. And, you know, I realized that there have been lots of, I think, positive and um, correct statements of support from, you said, you mentioned Lindsey Graham and Mike Lee, um, Chairman Grassley, the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee, yesterday came out again in support of Mueller. I think the real question is, you know, what would Congress do beyond these public statements tisking at the president if he actually took one of these dramatic steps? You know, I hope Congress would actually show some backbone and push back more aggressively against the president. But, I mean, guys, if we look at the track record to date, there have been lots of public statements like this and virtually no action to actually try to rein in what seems to be a fairly widespread consensus about the president, you know, acting inappropriately. Steve, very quickly, I just want to talk about Trump. Trump and Sarah Huckabee Sanders insisting that the fact that Papadopoulos was a volunteer makes a difference when Jared Kushner, Trump's son-in-law, Steve Bannon, Manafort, Gates were all unpaid volunteers while running the campaign. I think Kushner still is. So does that make any difference in about 30 seconds? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make any difference legally. I think they're trying to control the narrative. And I think the biggest takeaway from yesterday is that the only person who is really controlling the narrative of the story is Special Counsel Mueller. So whatever they want to say about Papadopoulos today, who knows what we're going to find out tomorrow and in the days and weeks to come, both about Papadopoulos and about others who might be involved. Thanks so much. Always great to have you on. That's Stephen Vladek, professor at the University of Texas Law School. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.